So now, if you if you, if you line your back, do you end up with back boobs? No, you you end up you end up with split boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of yeah, 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 spill boobs is what you got, I guess. <laughs> Lazy eye boobs, <laughs> just like from yes. the corners. Oh no, there's, there's nothing more. Listen, if you nurse on only one, you get Forrest Whitaker boob. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Frog Residence, Kermit speaking. Oh, hello, Mr. Iger. Yes, sir, it's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I have heard of the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess they're funny, but I don't really approve of their language. It's not something that me and Piggy want our little tablets to be listening to. But, uh, Fozzie, he, he loves them. I'm sorry, Mr. Iger, what... What do you mean I... you thought I could use the work? It, it's closing? Torn down? Galaxy's Edge? Now you listen here! Just because I'm a puppet doesn't mean I'll just bend over and take it. If you tear down Muppet Vision, I'll shove more than just a hand in your butt, Bob. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared Be <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to episode 159 of Three Sheets of the Mouse We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney From parks to the movies to the dining We'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by two guys that have been... Nope, that's... I paused. Fuck balls. Okay. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by two guys that have been to the Moara Valley and still don't know where the hell that waterfall comes from. Adam? Well, they have floating fucking mountains, so that kind of <laughs> concerns me a little bit more. <laughs> Tim? I think I may have picked up some parasites. I need to move around a little. <laughs> <laughs> So sit back, make yourself a tempting tigress, and let's talk the grown-up side of Disney. You guys ever had the tempting tigress at Nomad? No. What's in it? It is going to be two ounces of Russell Reserve Tin, one ounce of some St. Elizabeth Allspice, a little bitty bar spoon of tamarind syrup, and then they just like squirt some lime juice in there, about half an ounce. It's kind of like their take on an old-fashioned. I haven't tried it. As I always I. get the high tower rocks. I that. usually switch it up. I've had a few drinks from them. That's why I need to know what's in it because I don't remember the names of the drinks, but I kind of remember what I would choose, and that's not one of them yet. You uh, you you like the night monkey? No, I didn't care for it that much. I've had it a few times. You did. Mm-hmm. Is that the one about Spider-Man? No, that's the one with the coffee in it. Mm. That one has coffee something or other in it because it's night, so I guess it's supposed to wake you up. Sure. That's what I'm yes. going with. It's my story, and okay. I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No <bite> monkey. 
Well, you know what? I'm going to get things going with what you're drinking because you guys have already asked me, Mikey, what the hell are you drinking? It looks really pink. And as I look at it now, it does look really, really pink. So what are you drinking, Mikey? Uh, you know, I haven't had any fruit juice since I dieted, and I found, like, some super low-calorie, low-carb fruit punch from Minute Maid. So I grabbed that, and I poured probably too much rum in there to even balance out the fact that it's low-carb. <laughs> low I mean, it's, but that's what I'm having. I'm having, like, some... Some pale fruit punch with some silver rum, which made it even more pale. Then I put some ice cubes in it, it melted, and then it got even more pale. So it's uh, it's a v- it, it, it's, it's a very pretty pink. It looks like rosé. Oh man, it, this this <laughs> looks like rose. something. It does look like a rosé wine. It does, but it's it's got more punk punch punk. punk. I'm gonna call this the Punky Brewster. <laughs> okay, shouldn't it be rainbow then? Didn't she wear like a rainbow vest? She wore lots of colors. Yeah, her shoes didn't match. Oh. Let's cut this short. Adam, what are you drinking? I got me some Zacapa out of my stash that I brought today. That, that's your 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 uh, your little survival kit you picked up today. Yes, yes, yes. All the alcohol. All the alcohol. That Zacapa's nice stuff, man. Good night. That's good stuff. I felt like I haven't, I, they had it in the store, and I'm like, hmm, might as well treat myself a little bit. So, Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. They seem to always have Tip. it now. Tim, what are you treating yourself with? Calumet Small Batch. Oh. It's pretty good. We haven't had this. We've had the Black Rack, but we've never had the regular Small Batch. I still don't think I've had Calumet yet. It's on my list. It's That's a good. long list, though. Because everything hot. is on that list. Oh, I love the hot bourbons. That's my that's my favorite. That's just the... Yeah, I like them, too. The, yeah. It's not when they're, like, jet fuel hot, like, uh, foolproof. I don't mind foolproof. I just I don't like when it's like foolproof and two years old. I don't like. You, well, what was that? Fourteen ninety two, whatever the hell it was. Seventeen ninety two foolproof. <laughs> oh my god. Seventeen ninety two. The overture. <laughs> overture it edition. Was so <laughs> bad. It was just too much. It was like paint thinner. It was like turpentine. It was gross. <laughs> there was a video of me drinking it somewhere, and it just doesn't go yep. well. It's on the page. Yes. Post it on the page. I hope in the background it's. <laughs> Steam coming out of his ears. It, it was bad. Yeah, I could eat a hot pickle, but I can't drink that. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> well, hey, your folks. Uh, I know. I know you're at home. You're drinking. What are you drinking? Share it on our on our Facebook page at facebook.com/group/three-sheets. We're we're keenly interested in. At least I am because I. This this just looks, it's so pink. Looks like mouthwash. Uh, this week, uh, everybody, I thought with Earth Day about a month away, by the time this episode drops, uh, I figured it'd be a great chance to kind of reminisce about Disney's Animal Kingdom, because that's where the big Earth Day celebration is when you're down there. So uh, you know, let's let's go back and take a stroll into the park, you know, and. As we approach the oasis, we're going to take a hard left and kind of head down that path to one of Disney's most profitable additions to a Disney park, uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Now, the world of Avatar was designed uh, in conjunction with Walt Disney Imagineering and Lightstorm Entertainment, alongside Avatar co-producers James Cameron and John Landau. Cameron's the one you recognize in all the uh, promos that you saw leading up to the opening, and John Landau was that other guy. Yeah, John Landau was probably did all the work. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them writes the check, <laughs> and the other one makes it happen. Um, now, it also had our our favorite Imagineer, Bro Rody, whoop, as the creative executive um, for Animal Kingdom, and uh, he served as kind of the creative director for this project. Um, his envision was, was instead of you know using characters or basing this new land on existing plot lines from the film or future films, that the team should emphasize the uh, conservation issues that you know mirror the alien moon of Pandora along with Earth. Oh, you mean the heavy-handed unobtainium? It floats, though. I've seen it. It just it floats. So does hope. Um, this is this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. I thought we were talking Animal Kingdom. We are, but we're not talking about Pandora. Oh, so not not that part of the park. No. Okay. You fucked up. So, the other part of Animal Kingdom. Got it. All right. Let me. Uh... This week, with Earth Day about a month away. I thought it'd be great to reminisce a bit about Disney's Animal Kingdom. So let's go back and take a stroll, you know, into the park. But this time as we approach the oasis, we're going to take a hard left and head down the path into one of Disney's least profitable park additions. (laughs) (laughs) Camp Mini Mickey. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, this was only supposed to be temporary. Uh, yeah, um, Camp Mini Mickey was built on a little small portion of a site for this potential phase two. Anytime Disney does a phase two with anything, it gets thrown away. Pretty well, much. I mean, parts of well, it, like Epcot's phase two, is I think it got skipped right over. Epcot's phase two turned into a rewrite. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, it's it's a reboot. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I Disney call does. It a phase two. I'm just yeah, we're gonna scratch this and start over kind of situation. <laughs> so during this phase two project, um, Disney's construction shifted their focus and their dollars is to Dino Land, and what we ended up with in this little plot was this temporary thing called Camp Mini Mickey that was kind of along the lines of the Toontown Fair, you know, kind of sorted, and was headed up by the entertainment division and outside developers instead of the main engineering team, I mean, main Imagineering uh, team. Now, it looked like, you know, there were fun fun dressed characters and stuff there, and it was initially only supposed to last like a few years, but with the success of Fest of the Lion King, which was opened up down there. I'm sorry, what uh, did you it call had, it? I'm sorry, Festicles of the Thank Lion you. King. <laughs> uh, Camp Minnie Mickey saw a rather extended uh, extended life. And that's still not what we're talking about tonight. You can keep Pocahontas and her little friends for another night, but that's not what we're discussing tonight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one more reason why we're why we're looking for a fourth host. I've done fucked up the show twice, so obviously I am inept at this. Adam, uh, I will I will you know bow to, to to your knowledge on Animal Kingdom. I know it's one of your favorites. Fair enough. 
Alright, so, we're gonna go back even further. We're actually gonna go back to the dedication speech back in 1998. So, the actual dedication speech is as follows. So, welcome to a kingdom of animals, real, ancient, and imagined. A kingdom ruled by lions, dinosaurs, and dragons. A kingdom of balance, harmony, and survival. A kingdom we enter to share the wonder, gaze at the beauty, thrill at the drama, and learn. So, originally the park was to include three types of animals. Real, extinct, and what's the last one? Mythical. Fantastical. Close from park. <laughs> Festesticals. Festesticals. <laughs> Festesticals. believe. Would it be festacular then? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, imaginary. So, well, you know, we could see mythical. the real... They use the word mythical. Well, it's not just mythical creatures, though, that they have. When you look at the sublands and stuff. So... Real animals obviously can be seen throughout the park, through the safaris, through the nature walks, and of course Rafiki's Planet Watch. You have extinct animals that are in Dino Land. Now, we do end up with some imagined creatures in the park, like the Yeti, right? Because we're pretty sure he's not real. And the Navi, which is just, what? He's real. Have you seen him? He's real. We have two of them in our group. They're squatches. They're different than Yetis. Yeah, that it's, 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 it's a regionalized a thing. thing. Chris is a Yeti. Okay. And no, nobody <laughs> nobody carves Sasquatches into rock and worships them. True. We just get everybody drunk and loves... try to look for them in the swamp. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But in, you know, the Himalayas, he's treated as a, a D-Yeti. That's a really strong diet. Ba-dum-pum. Ba-dum-pum. We also have the blue people, the Navi, but way before all this was discussed, um, Disney Imagineers had a few other imagined creatures in mind. So we're looking at Beastly Kingdom, which is the main topic for tonight, which Mikey kind of got confused. Same area where it was kind of supposed to go, but not totally, because it was actually supposed to go up a pretty decent part of the park. So Beastly Kingdom was supposed to be the Animal Kingdom's phase two. Um, it was going to consist of two sublands, and upon entering Beastly Kingdom, you would have to be presented with two paths. So it would actually kind of split like at a fork. So to the left, you'll have a winding, dark, forwarded passage littered with the remains of charred suit of armor, lances plunged into the ground, and steamy vents. Um, this dark and earthy path would lead to the base of a crumbling stone tower, following the darkly wooden path of creeping vines and medieval lanterns. You would emerge from like a forest type setting and you'd be surrounded in a medieval village of cold stone pubs, which would be freaking awesome. That thatch roofed markets and all lit by flaming torches as jagged dark rocks jut out of the ground. This hamlet would have been strangely warm for its bleakness. So it's kind of like, think of like, <laughs> when I read this, I kind of thought of the Hobbit <laughs> for some reason, but darker. I can see that. So, you would see an overseen, and now like the piece de resistance of this particular area, or pizza of the resistance. It would be a sinister castle. Now this, and of course we'd have a make-believe Stonehenge, because, you know, what would be medieval without a Stonehenge? But the most recognizable dark icon would have been the Dragon's Tower. 
and Tim has some information for us on what actually the Dragon Towers was. The Dragon's Tower was supposed to be, like Adam said, the big icon of Beastly Kingdom. It was the main thrill ride set for that land. It was planned to be a thrilling roller coaster and Disney's first inverted coaster. The Dragon's Lair would have been composed of a ruined medieval castle surrounded by the crispy remains of knights and warriors all scattered beneath an ominous looking tower that would regularly belch smoke and flame. Indigestion. Yeah. Give him his antax. Pepto Tower. <laughs> the ride was to take you through the Dragon's Castle, which housed a vast collection, collection of treasures. However, a group of bats threatened to take the dragon's throne and treasures by enlisting the help of the guests and taking them on a wild roller coaster ride in the process. At the time, the dragon was planned to be the largest audio animatronic creature that Imagineers would have built up until that point. And at the end, you would become face to face with that dragon at the end of the attraction. They'd have just had to put a strobe light on it. Ended up, yeah. That's how it ended <laughs> yeah, probably. up. Probably. The fire would have been just a red light shooting out of his mouth, pulsating. Yeah, with, with some smoke, <laughs> and it wouldn't have moved. This is the dragon that you can see to this day as part of the Animal Kingdom's logo. Yes, he kind of hangs out on top. I want this part of this land so badly. Yeah. Like, this so just sounds I. like fun. What better than dinosaur? Mikey, you look like you're not happy. No, I just... What, what Tim said, for the most part, and what you described, still kind of got built down the road. Well, there's scandal revolving of that, too. You know that, right? Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Because the Imagineers that came up with this ended up going over there. Yeah, to Universal, and that's where you got there. What is it? What, what, Island of Adventure? Yes. Or something, and they had a medieval... They had a prehistoric I park, mean, prehistoric something or other. Eisner actually went and, and toured it with his family on vacation. And said, huh. Yeah. <laughs> this looks a lot like what huh. I didn't build. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, as as I've never been to Universal, so or I haven't been to Universal since this was there, I don't think at that time Universal theming was as detailed as, this is well before Harry Potter, so I don't think Universal theming, they were investing quite as much money as Disney does, or still does. No, the, the rides didn't didn't look that, that great, and even the grounds didn't make it feel like you were walking through a, a medieval village. It would have uh, at best been um, mid-scale Renaissance fair. Which is cool. I like Renaissance but I mean, yeah, yeah. It, this... With concrete, though, not hay and dirt but can you imagine just just walking in and like being able to go to a thatched roof bar in medieval times with disney actors or cast members that would be fucking fun for first you'd have to have a bard in there singing of course of course with his lute you have jugglers you have to drink from a fucking flagon you know you don't think a they would have a flagon, flagon dragon drink oh, <laughs> oh the mead Oh, okay. oh, that would be a Florida, fresh Florida mead, like mead from Florida. The honey mead. And the turkey legs. Fit. Wouldn't look out of place at all. <laughs> no, give me a ham hock, though. Give me a, give me a, a lamb shank. Maybe this is what Joe Rody's working on for his new resort. 
No, I think a this medieval is themed resort. Oh, I think <laughs> down this would the Caribbean, be a lot more down the Bahamas. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you know it's, it's the dark ages in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, sure. So as you, this was supposed to be sort of the dark side of this. Now, of course, it's Disney. You have to have the lighter side. And if you would have went to the right, you'd see Greek temples, lush gardens, bubbling pools, like crystal clear waters and fields of flowers. The other half takes a much more lighthearted approach to mythology, and this would have featured two attractions. So there would have there were pictures of Grecian temples that were planned, and that was going to hold one of the attractions. So Fantasia Gardens would have been an attraction based on the movie Fantasia, and it would have been a musical boat ride that takes you through the animal scenes of the movie. It would have featured sorcerer, Mickey, hippos, and crocodiles from Dance of the Hours, along with pegasus, fawns, and centaurs from the Pastoral Symphony. I, I, I really would have liked to see this. I want to go on record and say I disagree with you. No, I agree that you would have liked to have seen that. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, I, for some reason, I don't like the idea of Mickey Mouse being in it. Even though I know it's Fantasia, and I get that. It just, that, I feel like it that would pull fit. me out of whatever does, I'm yeah, supposed to be experiencing, you know? I think Mickey Mouse would, might have ended up being out of it once they realized, once they started flushing out the, the, the attraction a little more. I can see that part yeah. getting cut. If they had got a chance to finalize this idea, I think he would have got cut. But, you know, having... Um... But the crocodiles and the hippos dancing, that, that's kind of fun. That's one of my favorite parts of Fantasia. And for, for me, yeah, it, it's fun, and it would fit in perfectly in Fantasyland and Magic Kingdom. My favorite but, part well, it is, is done in the Roman Col Like, that scene is done in the Roman Coliseums. Like, if you look at the stage setup, it's supposed to kind of represent, like, a Roman scene. All right. I mean, this was also going to be sort of, again, the light side was supposed to be geared more, a little bit more towards kids, whereas the dark side was geared a little bit more towards adults with the upside down roller coaster. So you can kind of see, like, they were actually, it's not like they were just putting in thrill rides for kids, like, because that's what Disney was kind of gearing towards at this point, where it's a lot of thrill rides and not much for little ones, in my opinion right now. I mean, if, can you name the next, the last big thing that Disney put together that was just for kids, kids? I'm not complaining about it, but... Seven Dwarves. I mean, I, I, I think that's for kids. No, it is. But, I mean, the recent well, that announcement... Whole, that whole Fantasyland expansion is for kids. The what? That whole Fantasyland expansion was for kids. No, but, I mean, I'm talking about more recent for the, for, for the big anniversary coming up. Oh. Like, we have Tron uh, Coaster. That's not really for kids. No. We have, Ratatouille is probably for kids. I can see it, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, Guardians is definitely great, not. not. Not the great movie ride, but Mickey's Runaway Railway is in any height. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah, see, I didn't know that. But Guardians definitely isn't. Mm -mm. And I mean, it, it would... The really big thing here was the next attraction and this was supposed to be this beautiful looking hedge mage and there's an actual name and Tim's going to take it from here yeah that would have been quest of the unicorn 
There's a hedge mage inspired by Alice's Curious Labyrinth in Disneyland Paris. The maze would have been populated by various mythological creatures like griffins and gargoyles. And guests would find and awaken five golden idols as they found each idol. The plan was for guests to unlock a section of the maze. And it concluded with guests coming face to face with an audio animatronic unicorn in a beautiful secluded grotto. Sounds kind of boring. Well, each, there's a little bit more to it than that because each, you had to hit each gargoyle from what I understood or whatever. The golden idols, you had to hit each one to get a piece of code from each one. So it was almost like a treasure hunt where you're trying to get to that middle section. So do you just, I mean, run around until you get out? Or eaten. Like a corn maze? Well, Children of the corn maze? No, no, that's not good. <laughs> that movie's creepy as fuck. <laughs> that's not nice, no. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. No, no, no. Corn is on. No. <laughs> it was supposed to be grand in scale. I mean, this was supposed to be like... Like, if you looked at this thing, it like, the artist drawings are beautiful. And it would have been really pretty to see actually come to fruition instead of blue people, in my opinion. I don't know, it just sounds like something that was really more geared towards kids. And but that's what this one area done. was. Yeah. I mean, we have bars and roller coasters in one section, and we had kids and stuff in this section. So basically, you tell your kid to go do this attraction... Mm. And they get in, and they don't get out until they finish it. So if your kid's a bit of an idiot, you got hour to yourself, man. You got to go run over, get some beer, watch a juggler or get two. A flag, well, there's supposed uh, to be a restaurant. A flag and dragon. The, get a dragon flag. Good section too, wasn't there? There was a. Um, I couldn't find anything detailed about the restaurant. I pulled probably something called something there. like the Enchanted Flower. It, oh no! Wait. That's over at the Grand Floridian. Funny, I thought that's what you were drinking. <laughs> oh, it's enchanted. <laughs> Chip and Dale figure it out. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't find any enough information about, because there was also, like, they considered this section in some articles that I read that it was actually three separate kind of pieces. There was the fantasy, the pretty, and the dark. And this was supposed to be the pretty part. The um, Fantasia part was more supposed to be along the fantasy lines. And the dark was the dragon tower, where you can get your dragon flag in. I wonder, and I haven't done any research on this, so this is just me speculating because I've been drinking. I'm talking to my homies. I wonder if any of that inspiration for the uh, Fantasia area, like any of the sculpts or anything like that, found its way over to Fantasia Gardens, the putt-putt. I think the putt-putt was there before this. Okay, so that was going to be the uh, linchpin. The what? To my, the linchpin. Oh, yeah. The I'm, one that holds my argument in place. I want to say the Fantasia Gardens has been around for quite a long time. Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, then. Fair enough. I wonder then, and this is just me speculating because I've been drinking and I'm talking to my homies. I wonder then if the um, Fantasia Gardens helped with any... With any, with any uh, <laughs> inspiration for the, the the fantasy land area of, and I don't know. I just, again, I'm drinking pink shit right now. <laughs> it, it looks like I pureed cotton candy. That's it, what it yes. looks like. 
Um, what, what are you drinking? Oh, I put some of that uh, fucking bubblegum antibiotic in the uh, stool. It's, it's and pink, I've got it's pink it. drank. <laughs> yeah. You see pink drank. Mikey. Oh, shit. Hang on. Let me put my, 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 my pink drink back down. Yes. Why, yes, Adam. How may I assist you? So, you were supposed to kind of look up stuff and see where you can see some stuff. You can see things. If you drink enough of pink drink, you see a whole bunch of you, things. You see a whole bunch of things. Are your ass bloodshot? Nope, that's just how much pink drink I had. I'm full. Uh, sure, now there's several items that actually uh, live on from the beastly kingdom um, that never was. Actually, technically, parts of it were. Um, leading up up to the opening of uh, of the area there. Uh, first off, and it's it's the thing, and you guys have already mentioned it once. Um, before you ever get to the park, there's a dragon in the logo for Animal Kingdom and on the brochure on the website and everything like that. So e even that right there, and it's, it's still in all the prints. So you've you've got that. You've got the dragon. Um, but before you get to the ticket window in the parking lot you've got in areas 21 through 29 the unicorn section oh mm -hmm. which still has the unicorn sign i know you guys don't drive no we drive just no. not to disney exactly so yeah you've got the unicorn section out there in 21 through 29 i guess disney was like well you know what no one really notices anyway it ain't broke don't fix it so it's still there and uh, what's funny, though, is Disney recognized this section because in 2005, uh, they created some little pins for the Cast Lanyard series of uh, trading pins. And they've actually got one that has the unicorn on the sign from the unicorn section on, on the pin. And then um, years later, they added the Yeti section, which, again, is technically a mythical creature but wasn't really considered for beastly kingdom. No, yeah, there was never a Yeti until crap, we need to throw a ride kind of situation when this wasn't happening. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, and, and let's, let's, let's not talk about how that went down. Um, how well it's going. So uh, after that... It's as, boogieing as close, down in disco mode is what's happening. Yes, it oh, is. Yeah. It has got uh, fucking <laughs> night Yeti. fever. Night <laughs> fever. Um... Now, at the entrance to the park, again, and here's where you do go to the ticket booth, uh, you've got three giant carved heads that hang out over the top of the ticket windows. You have an elephant for the creatures of today. You have a triceratops, which is actually pretty badass looking for the creatures of a uh, long time back. And then you have a super badass looking dragon mm -hmm. that's up there. And I mean, it is just badass looking. Uh, it's still there, unchanged. It's weathered, uh, a little vertigris on it there, uh, and it just stares right down at the guests when they walk up there. Um, that's, that that dragon looks pretty cool, and nobody really notices that nope. it doesn't fit anything at all. Nobody notices Period. that it's even there. Yeah, yeah, because we really pointed it out window. to people, and they're like, "Oh, I never noticed that before." Yeah, well, it's it's outside the park, I think. You know what I'm saying? This is what we always say: look up. Like everybody always tells you to look up in Disney. You always should look up yeah. to see what's going on around you, not just that eye level. But everybody just stares at the back of the head of the person in mm -hmm. front of them in the queue line. Exactly, which isn't fun at all, unless they got like a maze 
cut, cut into their hairline. Or a mullet. You... A mullet can be interesting. <sighs> a rat tail. A rat tail. <laughs> I, I had a rat tail when I was eight. And it was glorious. <laughs> Something was about horrible. that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it was so bad. I never had a mullet, but I had that. Everybody in, in elementary school had the rat tail, man. <laughs> I never had a rat tail. <laughs> I never had a rat tail. Oh, well. You missed out. <laughs> when you get inside the park... Uh, you get kind of just past what they, you know, they call it the Camp Mini Mickey Bridge, and it's on the bank of what was Camp Mini Mickey. There's a pile of stones that are kind of built and stacked, and they kind of look like a dragon. I mean, they, shit, they could look like a crocodile, the way they're stacked up. But they're along the water's edge. They come, they, they jut out from uh, the bank, and this would be as you're going across the bridge into uh, Pandora. Are they still uh, there? You can, yeah, you can still see okay. it when when the uh, the foliage is cut back well enough, or you know when they're dying out or something like that. But yeah, the bush has it, been it is still there. trimmed. Yeah, <laughs> when 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 they've been manscaping, you can see you can you can, you see the dragon when they manscape. <laughs> wow, that um, looks bigger than it used to. <laughs> Trim the bushes. The tree trunk looks bigger. <laughs> Up until recently, I don't think it still does it, um, but the the fountain was still set up for water to pour out of the mouth of, of this uh, this dragon into Discovery River. And this water actually had a purpose because it ran from the creek or the stream that ran through the middle of Camp Mini Mickey. This was the outlet for that. Okay. Um, didn't fit in Camp Mini Mickey one bit, but for mm. the brief period that there was kind of this pseudo beastly kingdom thing, it was front and center when you crossed the, you know, where you know there was no bridge back then, I don't believe, but, um, I guess it, that would it, have been the could, entryway to the dark side. I, I guess. I would assume <sighs> if, if like, if the, if the plans went according that, that was my guess on that would have been the dark side because of the dragon. Um, like I said, it, it you can still see it there. It doesn't fit with, you know, Avatar, but not enough people are looking. They're looking up when they get into Pandora yeah. because of the floating damn mountains. Now they're looking up at them, but now you need to look down. <laughs> well, that's it. You don't look, look at the most obvious thing. You, you gotta take some time in Disney. You shouldn't run from attraction to attraction. I, Oh God! I'm the, I'm toward the bottom of my glass, and that's where the rum fell. I, I saw your eye twitch. Just <laughs> yeah, I got I, I your eye twitched twitched it at you. They did. Um, speaking of, look all around. If you do look around in Avat in in Pandora, and this has nothing to do with Beastly Kingdom, but there is bits and pieces of one of those crashed um, airships that they fly. It's it's across like the creek and in, in in the bushes, and they don't trim that up, but. It's cool. It's it's there. Just look for the dragon, not the airship. <laughs> now the, the when the Beastly Kingdom was 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 built, or this land was developed, but they didn't flesh it out. Um, you had the Discovery River boats. Yes. And they would launch and go all the way around on the river there, and that's when you would see this uh, dragon rock, dragon fountain kind of thing. And the the riverboats kind of came and went and came and went and got renamed and, and, and what have you. But uh, the dock that they um, launched from 
is still there. It's located in Asia, but they use it as kind of like a character meet location, usually for like Baloo and King Louie. And the riverboats are also still on property. Um, some of them are laid up backstage in maintenance docks, but a couple of them got repainted and are used for the pirate fireworks cruises in Bay Lake. Oh, okay. That makes so, sense. They're still there. Now, you're on the river, and you get that stretch of river, which is kind of north of, of the bridge, um, which I which would be, I think, well past the, the Dragon Rocks. Uh, or, no, the, the Dragon Mouth Fountain thing. There is an area that was called Dragon Rocks. Like, on the maps, it was just called Dragon Rocks. See, now, that's and a it was, bad name for something. Why? It's literally... Why? Because you think of Dragon Rocks, and it's just You like, think it's shit... Wait, no, it's why? boulder shaped. No, these aren't. But they should be. These are okay. <laughs> they should be round, bulbous dragon rocks. Oh, like <laughs> festicle shaped. Yes. <laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. I wasn't. I wasn't. That thinking, joke took a little uh, too long to get. I'm yeah, sorry. Well. They all can't be winners, all right? Fuck off. <laughs> well, Damn, the I real I dragon so rocks, <laughs> they were initially envisioned as a uh, full-size cave with a fire-breathing animatronic dragon. Another one, in addition to the one that would have been in the roller coaster, this would have been another animatronic dragon inside of this cave that it would have attacked the riverboat as it went past. Um, it was drastically cut back to to almost nothing. I um, want to say they had smoke that still came out of it every once in a while. They, they did. They, they they messed with this over the course of all, quite a while because they, they built the rocks. They just didn't make it a cave. Um, they built the rocks kind of cave-like. And, you know, the, the initial experience that did actually um, open had a large area of volcanic rocks on the left side of the river. And during cast previews in 98, you could actually see the riverboats go go past it and uh, a jet of fire would come out from within these rocks like a dragon was inside it. And, you know, located all around that, you had the remnants of knights that had tried to go slay the dragon. You could go, go find some video and some photographs. It was actually kind of... Uh, not PG. I mean, they they made they made these cadavers look burnt up and husks of armor impaled on spikes. But it we was have dark. Yeah, but we have that kind of thing in pirates too. Do we? I know there's skeletons. There's skeletons. There's, skeletons. I mean, there's, there's a knife going cadavers. through the skeleton's chest. There's a sword right, through well, the skeleton's chest. There's th this there's heads on pikes. Those are bodies with meat still on them. Burnt meat still on them. Mm, meaty. Yeah, these guys were. It was. Yeah, I saw videos of it when I was looking it up. They, they, they had complaints. They pulled them all down quickly. However, the map for the parks still show the dragon rocks, dragon rocks with, uh, with dead night bodies <laughs> stacked on it. <laughs> Who thought that was a good? What the fuck, Disney? That's probably the same person that built the little Tigger death trap jumping pads over there at the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> I won't because I kind of still wish I could go do them. <laughs> Parkour! <laughs> Parkour! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, they did make some changes based on some feedback 
Um, they wanted to make it a little more exciting and get rid of the, the dragon motif kind of thing, or, or at least dial it back. So they added another cast member to the boat in addition to the guy driving it, who was an animal presenter. And this is just, this is just weird. This is back when Disney was just making weird decisions, like throwing shit at a dartboard and seeing how close they got to a bullseye. We call those Eisner days. <laughs> well, yeah. This animal <sighs> presenter was put on the boat in addition to the skipper, and he would discuss animals in the environments, and he would walk around in the boat with small animals yes. in containers. Well, the whole problem with this whole because this is the what would they call the river boats or whatever the hell they, I don't discovery remember exactly. river, discovery, discovery river, river boats. boats. The reason why they had so many problems is because they never did this section of the park. This was supposed to be the exciting. This is the reason why you wanted to ride it. This was sort of like right. the dioramas for the trains in Disneyland. Yeah. Disneyland. This was this was the weenies for this. And once they started dialing down, or for kind of like not having Beastly Kingdom anymore, they weren't fast enough to be a mode of transportation. They weren't entertaining enough to be an actual attraction. So they were trying to just throw anything in there. So now, like basically, you had the animal handler handlers, like you see. Pretty much when you first walk in, they're usually holding a tarantula, which I run away from. And yep, they had tarantulas on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I that I would jump. You can't run away yeah, from oh, that. I would have jumped off that thing and smashed it. And you could say boo. I don't care. What? No. <laughs> Hell no. But <laughs> no, no. It's really um, fun when we go to the walk one of the walkthrough exhibits and he finds them. It's fine because they're behind glass. They're not like in my face. <laughs> Some of them jump and they spit hairs at you. I, and they they cannot spit hair at me through glass. Mikey, don't help. <laughs> <laughs> well, with with regards to Adam's spiders, um, when they passed the cave, that's when he would bring the spiders out and he would mention that that's the spider cave because, again, they dialed back or basically deleted the fire and the smoke, anything like that. And, and they did this and like people didn't like it, so then they bring they bring it back and the dragon effects were reactivated again in 1999. They retooled everything and the spider connection was still kind of there and they made the fire shooting out of the cave somehow related to a spider. Fire breathing fire spiders. spiders. Even better for you, Adam. Yeah. Great. Kill it with fire. Fuck you. I'll kill you with fire. Pretty much. I'd be dead anyway. I'd probably just pass out dead on the boat. <laughs> no. Cardiac arrest. <laughs> well, the, these rocks are still there. And if you fast forward 20 years, 2017, that's when uh, Pandora came in and kind of took over and kicked all of Camp Mini Mickey out. And um, didn't. I mean, they're basically the Pandora River rocks now because they're just, they're just there. overgrown with probably fake moss and and stuff hanging off of them so it kind of fits more into the landscape but they couldn't really just yank them up out of the little river thing they got there um they pulled out all the guts to to run their napalm at the guests in the boat the boats are gone it's just it's done but hey speaking of dragons a series of animal kingdom happy meal toys were released at mcdonald's to coincide with the opening of the park in 98. one of those toys was a dragon a dragon yeah. and even on the box there's a picture what? of a dragon and it's a purple dragon if you could believe that and no we're not putting it in spaceship earth adam why not because i said so damn it <laughs> 
Um, not only did the box show a picture of a dragon hiding in a cave alongside a river. Why is there a pirate uh, in it? Well, I don't. I didn't see all the. No, it was Animal Kingdom. <laughs> they don't put pirates in Animal Kingdom. Just knights in not shining its scorched armor. Uh, the bag that the the dragon comes in had the Animal Kingdom logo on it, and it just it just said dragon figurine because we were real generic in the late nineties. Um, but yeah, Disney was so dead set on this, they released a toy of the dragon from the ride that never happened. But it was phase two. It was phase two. It was supposed so it to never happen. Happened. It just didn't. Now you had touched on the pretty side, which would have had the unicorns. The unicorns and, and yes. stuff like that. You would have you would have seen, and again, briefly, you could have seen on the Discovery River boats the Unicorn Lagoon, which probably had a grander vision, but was d- dialed way back when they finished building the area around the Discovery River boats to go on, and really all you had was a um, statue of a unicorn, a big ass statue of a, of a unicorn. Um, it was briefly seen there. I think you can find photos and a couple videos of it. But it actually lives on now in the private collection of former cast member Graydon Van Ert. In 2014, the land was marked for Avatar. So it started pulling stuff out. Which is ironic because this was along the river and it stayed there, but no one ever saw it. Because there was no boats traveling there, so you couldn't have seen it from anywhere. But they pulled this unicorn up and this cast member found it um, laying around backstage listed as for sale on one of the cast member only auction sites. And his winning bid was $215. What? And with that amount, he he won the auction and he has this um, big ass unicorn. They got the size wrong when they listed it on, on the uh, the auction site oh, no. they said it was just five feet tall in reality it's over 12 feet tall <gasps> and Holy five crap. feet long so he's got this in his backyard he he got dug some holes to put concrete pylons in to hold That's this thing up cool, and it's, it's standing up on its hind legs you know like a stallion type pose and um he's got it in his backyard he he, he decorates it up for the holidays and has friends and family over, and it's become like kind of a, a thing to get a picture with the the, the, the big ass white unicorn. It does it does look really unicorn. cool. And for two hundred and fifteen dollars, it's a fucking steal. All I'm yeah. thinking is Mikey would have it, and Stephanie would kill him. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I tell you right now, it wouldn't be my backyard. <laughs> yeah, it, you'd have it on display in your front yard. Driveway, Tim. Driveway. <laughs> Lights <laughs> on it. <laughs> Spotlights. Just like he put oh, speakers man. on it and they make it make noise. <laughs> I'd make it make unicorn sounds and the sounds of sparkles and glitter. When it farted. What, what does a unicorn sound what does a unicorn sound like? Well they're fabulous. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they go nay. Nay. <laughs> I can do that because I'm, I'm drinking a pink drink. <laughs> and that's that's about everything that remains post um what'd you call that? What'd you call that? Not breast reduction, but beast reduction? Yeah. Beast reduction or pre Pandora. It, 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 it got Eisnerd. 
It got, it got Eisner twice, well, going actually, in and coming out. it got Parist. Well, because the yeah. reason why we don't have this today is because of Euro Disney. Well, it, and this is not the first. This would probably be, I think, the first time we can blame an international park for something going wrong in Disney World. So, or something not getting completed in Walt Disney World in Florida. So we all said thanks Shanghai, but we can actually go back further and say thanks Paris. Well, actually, back then it'd be thanks Euro Disney. Thanks Euro Disney. It was in Paris, though. But Bob Eisner made the choice, and he picked Dinosaur Land. Big Dino well, Land. Because it was the it was significantly cheaper to put that together than to continue with Beastly. Oh, well, they already I, had the ride set up from exactly. It was it's a it's they a just had Jones. To, just to retheme it a little bit. <clears> they got carnival rides. And we got a theater where Tarzan Rocks is. Was when it first was. opened. Now it's Nemo. Yeah. So ironically with um Paris being kind of the reason we didn't get Beastly Kingdom, Paris got something from Beastly Kingdom. Yeah, the hedge maze. And the dragon in the castle. And the dinosaur. What dinosaur? In the in the Beastly Kingdom area, um, instead of having the, the the animatronic dragon on the riverboat cruise there, mm. Eisner decided, hey, we got this movie coming out called Dinosaur, and he had the Imagineers build animatronic, an outdoor animatronic of a full size iguanodon of Aladar from I- Dinosaur, and it sat there for not very long. Um, well, no, I, I guess till they decided to stop the riverboat cruises. But currently, it rests in a disgusting exhibit somewhere in Disney Paris that has a bunch of like museum type, not museum pieces, but like old Disney relic things. And it's just it's in it's in fucking pieces, man. That the skin's peeled off of it. It's just sitting out in the weather as just a husk, literally a skeleton of the animatronic dinosaur. Hmm. Sounds that we lovely. had for a hot minute. They have the habit of leaving stuff out in the rain that they don't like. Someone left they a do. cake out in the rain. And I don't think I could take it because it took so long to bake it. And I'll never have that recipe again. They left again. the whole parade out in the rain once. Pretty much. It happens. I mean, you know, you can't predict Florida weather. You don't know when it's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see this well over Avatar, in my opinion, because this is kind of Disney Imagineering at its best, where they can create a storyline and literally run with it where it's not based off any kind of IP. And I know we would have had names of that dragon. We would have names of that town. We would have names for the town folk. If there were two dragons, each dragon would have had a name. I mean, it's just... I feel we missed we missed out on a great story in that kind of sucks in my opinion that dragon roller coaster sounds like it would have been pretty cool mm-hmm. the inverted coaster I mean for all we know it could have been Aerosmith but in upside down yeah because it's an inverted coaster so it could have been Aerosmith just in a different I mean if they bought the coaster already and they just didn't end up putting it there they could have just rethemed it as Aerosmith and threw it in at Hollywood Studios it seems weird though that the story of that coaster is you're working with bats. Yeah, and the bats are supposed to be the good guys. Why not? Ish. 
because they're creatures of the night. And bats have never been good guys in any story. Bats are actually really good guys in general. Ah, well, they are in real gully. life. I don't watch Fern Gully. Eh, Robin Williams is the fruit bat. But. Yeah, I don't think I've seen okay. Fern Gully either. <laughs> well, have you seen Dances with Wolves? Yes. Long then you've seen Fern Gully. Have you seen Avatar? Yeah. No, no. Have you seen Fern Gully? <laughs> have you seen Ernest Goes to Camp? Knew this is where we were going. <laughs> yeah, it always goes back to Ernest Goes to Camp. <laughs> then you've seen Fern Gully. <laughs> I knew we cannot have an episode without Ernest Goes to Camp gets <laughs> I mentioned. Mean, my guys, I just would have wanted to hear the story that they had to tell. And I mean, you, there's also the saying that no good idea ever officially dies at Disney. So who knows? Maybe in a different park. Not necessarily a U.S. park, but I can see this going into Japan. Fifth Gate. <laughs> Fifth Gate with a villain's park? Keep the yeah. cutesy side and just give us the dark? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see the dark side, the evil side being better than the light side. And I, and I think it would have more staying power than Avatar is going to have. I don't think Avatar is going to have staying power. It has it now because it's still relatively new. And it, the technology for it is still wow. But I don't think it's going to have staying power in the next five years. Yeah, but I mean, you look at attractions like Soren, which isn't a complex ride system. There are multiple versions of it, yet there's it's still a crazy wait time, and we all want the original Californian one back. So that say that says something for staying power when it's that when it's that entertaining. It, it's not you don't need to know the story of Avatar to have fun on the attraction. So if, if if you don't even if you don't really know the movie, this is still a fun attraction in my. It opinion. is, but I think writability is going to eventually go down. Re Rewritability is going to go down. I still like going on it. I, I we've like been on it a bunch of times. Because I'm, I'm an engineering nerd, but but I mean we've also been on Soren a bunch of times and rewrite it all the time. If I could see in 3D, I would I would really want to ride Avatar: Flight of Passage. If I could see in 3D, <laughs> but I can't. I still ride it. I just get half the experience. <laughs> yeah, what an half D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just all of the 3D rides and attractions in Disney World. My experience is nothing like anybody else's. However, and this is relevant because of Animal Kingdom, I did Tough to Be a Bug, and if I turn my eyes at the right angle, I get the right amount of light into my half-blind eye, and I was able to see some of the shit in 3D. And listen... Everybody else could have been excited. I was freaking out <laughs> for a whole different reason, man. I was like, oh, my God, this is what you guys see all the time? This is How are you not excited about this? Those spiders look like they're right there in front of you coming out of the ceiling. Um, Mikey. It's fucking great. Yeah. The spiders do come from down from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah I saw them. Yeah, but it's yeah, not a 3D. They're real. It's not a 3D effect. That's actual, like... Actual animatronic spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Hopper's an animatronic, too, just so you know. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, I could tell he was an he was animatronic. He I don't know, there's shiny. just more emotion in Soren than there is in Avatar. I don't know what I it is. Still love Avatar. I, I love it, too, but I, I just think eventually the popularity for it is going to wane. I think the emotion the in Soren is, is related to the score. Or Soren is where you get that emotion. No, the first time I wore a sword, I was dumbstruck. 
uh, like back when that attraction came out, I was truly like, holy crap, that was one of the best experiences. I've had. It's not a thrill ride, so it wasn't like, but it was just one of the best experiences I've ever had on an attraction like because that. Because the, the combination of the sense and the motion, the score, the scenes that they decided to put in it, it's just like a whole combination of all of it that just makes it a well-rounded attraction. Yeah, well, now it's a slideshow of Google Earth. Yeah, I'm not yeah. impressed with it now. I, I would no. love for them to go back to soaring over California. Because it's 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 a lot of it's CG. So much of the new one is CG when you had yeah. all these great vistas and stuff like that that you were actually there capturing real imagery of it. I know you can't do that with Avatar, but... But Avatar's... I enjoy Avatar. I can't say that I don't, so... And you can change the movies. But I I, I think it does have lasting power, and you can change out that movie if it starts getting stale and the ridership starts starts going down. You can't say that they won't have something for the new movies already prepared to update this. They are supposed to come out. It's December, maybe, this year? Or next year? Yeah, they've been... I've, I've liked the Avatar on the Facebooks. And I get these little pop, these notifications. They've been doing interviews with the cast and the crew and stuff like that. So it's coming out. Do, is it this year or next year, though? I don't read them. We're <laughs> 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 supposed to have been coming out for the last four years now. Well, it takes a while to make a movie, Tim. How many movies you made? <clears throat> How many but, movies you been in? But one episode of fairy tale weddings yes <laughs> that's, that's tv i've been on tv plenty of times but all the other movies that, that disney has done the sequels and i understand his red tape with fox and cameron but they could have put out a movie or they could put out a, a sequel to this quicker than they had Damn it, james cameron doesn't really make sequels very quickly well he's too busy making ocean movies now ocean documentaries now so yeah. In see. 2021, they're saying December 2021. Put it on your calendar. Next year. And when when did the first one come out? 1999? I don't remember. No, I hope not, because if that came no, out in like 90, no. 2000, no. Like 2009, I think, or 2007, somewhere on there. I can only hope that the quality of the imagery that they're going to put out has improved drastically with the technology that's come through for the next Avatar movie. I just, that's that's my expectation, is to have it look so good, but not, you know. Yeah, 2009 Avatar came out. We bought a 3D TV just to watch it when it came out on 3D Blu-ray. I liked it. I don't like, I, I don't hate the movie, I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I, I love the movie. I enjoyed the movie. I, my love forever when why are we anyway my love for avatar <laughs> is it is the first 3d film i went to the theaters to see where i saw any part of it in 3d it is a second and a half of one of them little bitty floaty wispy white looking things but it looked like it was 20 feet away from the screen where i was sitting and i was like oh my gosh I was blown away by that little bit. Nothing else I saw was in 3D, but that one piece. Well, you're not turning your eye the right way. Oh, I was. I was looking everywhere (laughs) trying to make it happen. And when when it finally did, I wasn't even looking that direction. I was looking at the other side of the screen. I was like, oh, oh. 
There's I some remember, fuzz in my face. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> St Stephanie was is it the the scene where the ash is falling after you know they've mm -hmm. done blowed up home tree and everything, and I, I can f literally see people in the theater reaching out with their hands like they're trying to touch the ashes that aren't really there, and she just looks at me and she just sees the look on my face and she's like, "You don't see it, do you?" <laughs> I'm like, "What?" It's the ash. It's like it's falling in your lap. And I'm like, nope. It, I mean, for the time when that movie came out, though, though that that was pretty... That was actually really good. We're 11 years later. Yeah. It, it's still really good. I mean, so... I, I can't picture it being worse, and I think that's why this movie's been delayed so much, is because the tech is trying to catch up to what he wants. Yeah. He's been known to be a perfectionist and almost impossible to work for, so it makes sense. Yeah, I had to walk off set. I couldn't do it. I, I knew you <sighs> did. I heard Sydney walked off set. You know, she's she's been in movies. She said, fuck she's a, you. She's a Disney legend. No, she, she said, said, fuck y'all. She said, fuck y'all. She didn't say, fuck you. She said, fuck y'all. You're impossible to, Cameron to work and with. Landau. <laughs> That's why she's our admin. <laughs> We didn't mention Star Wars. Well, we did now. I almost did. I almost <laughs> did because when you were talking about soaring, I said, what about soaring over Kashyyyk? <laughs> with, with the smell. Just, could you imagine the them smell just smell of wet like, Wookiee? Yes. Oh, ew. <laughs> smells kind of like dog. What Just dog? imagine if, if, if they put something like that together. You know it'd be CG, but it'd be like John Favreau. Uh, fucking level CG, but they just did it like for like Star Wars Weekend or something like that in Soren. It was just over Kashyyyk or indoor or something like that, or the different locations, which is basically just Star Tours. But, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but well, you can, the can do it too. Uh, the Millennium Falcon ride too, if you wanted to. They, they could. I just I, I think putting it in Epcot. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get a, a fast pass for that. It would be lines all yeah. fucking day. Yeah, you just fuck with people's heads if you put it in Epcot. Someone's, yeah, someone did get a fast pass 180 days out, or not 180 days out, but, you know, whatever. And then they get there, and it's it's not soaring over the world. It's like, what what is this? Where is this Brazil? I don't understand. What is, is that a Yeti? Well, I guess we kind of talk about Beastly Kingdom, but we also mentioned... Camp Mini Mickey and Blue at people. length Pandora <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> um, so Disney's had hits, misses, and some check swings, which I guess is what Beastly Kingdom ended up being. They let the ball pass. To, to use a sports reference and hope Adam gets it. I don't get it. Well, they, they just did. They didn't swing. They just took the pitch and didn't do anything with it. Are we talking about sex or sports? I'm talking of yes. <laughs> it, it applies to both, actually. Yep. <laughs> Either way, you end up with eye black and dirt on your knees. So <laughs> it's. But we uh, we hope we did Beastly Kingdom justice uh, with you know what what's out there. I know that there are some people who get into the metrics and the minutia and the about what wasn't there. We can only, we have some of the artwork. Like if you do some research, you'll see some of the artwork and the, some of the artist renderings. But we all know Disney changes things on the fly. 
when they built something. So there, there's nobody quite knows what we really would have ended up with. And while I do absolutely and unabashedly love um, Avatar Land, Pandora Kingdom, the Moara Valley, the place where you get the green beer. And the plant. That... Boba balls. And the oh, jewelry. Yes. You get the Pandora jewelry. You do. You do. They, it, it looks like plants. it's made out of beads. <laughs> yes, the, 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 the stroking bud is there. Um, Do you check the fly? Yes. <laughs> Do you check it's, it's it's sentient. Let's be honest. All right, it knows what's going on. Sometimes you don't even have to touch it, and it just goes. Nope. Nope. Sometimes you just go by. If you just look longingly at his stamen, there you go. It's stimulated enough. What happens at night? It's uh, nocturnal emissions. <laughs> Um, I think that the Beastly Kingdom would have been an immensely better fit at Animal Kingdom. And I know they cut, they were they were doing budget cuts, but I think long-term it would have been cheaper on them if they had just gone ahead and moved forward with it. Long-term. And they could have put Pandora in Paris. It was a much larger piece, too. I mean, the, the, it would have taken up... We wouldn't have had that kind of Hester and Chester's kind of thing at all. Good. That would have never been built. Good. Now, I, I also I would say also though that you probably also wouldn't have had um, Everest. Yeah, I agree with that because it wouldn't have needed the coaster at that time. Nope. No, they would have already had mm -hmm. plenty of rides. You would have had most of your rides up front and your education in the back. It would Animal Kingdom would have been a mullet. Animal Kingdom would have been a reverse Epcot. Yeah. Reverse mullet. Reverse mullet. Yeah. Wait. What? No, it would have been an Epcot. You would have no, had your rides up front and your education Epcot in the rear. Epcot had the education up front and the well, countries yeah, and the I, party in the back. See, your Epcot and my Epcot are different Epcots. I don't remember education up front at Epcot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do. I, but this was fun. I, I love learning history about things that didn't happen, which actually is, is a perfect um, parallel to Beastly Kingdom when it was supposed to be animals that never happened or never existed it's an area that never existed so maybe the juxtaposition is exactly what we needed unicorns exist why are we talking about sex again Tim <laughs> it's always about sex is not it see the sex of Star man. Wars they both start with us it's fine <laughs> So let's uh, let's get some closing remarks right now, I guess, because this is, this is quickly best. devolving into Mikey's the bottom of his pink drink, and and <laughs> I didn't let I didn't let Tim and Adam go get anything more to drink. <laughs> no, you so, really did. <laughs> right. Adam, you have been the DD this episode. Won't you Won't you go ahead and just D some D's? What? Closing remarks. Oh, as, okay. as LL Fool J says. Oh, okay, there you go. I'm oh. doing it and doing it and not doing it very well. No, you're doing it and doing it and missing it all. <laughs> yes. But he's Mama, crying hard. Mama said, don't go out. Is what it is <laughs> yeah. I, I said it. I would have loved to see this in real life. I think this would have been fun. I, 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 I do like Avatar, but I think this would have been more cohesive. And that's my thoughts, and I'm sticking to it. it. It would have been more Disney. Yeah, without a doubt. 
Tim, you got uh, any anything to add to Animal Kingdom that was never added? I would like to have seen this. I'm I, like they say, no good idea ever dies at Disney. So I'm still hoping that there's hope that they will eventually build something like this somewhere, maybe. Please, on this continent, please. <laughs> How much money you think they're getting out of Wide World of Sports? Nothing. Nothing. Well, it it's not well, even wild. During Pee Wee baseball season, and I'm sure they have the. I don't know what the Braves pay them for spring training, but I thought they canceled that. I don't think they're doing it there anymore. Yeah, I don't think they're doing it there. I thought they did this year. No, I think it's a couple years back they pulled out. And then the cheerleading. I mean, I, that's a sex thing. I, it's got to be something. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I know there is money moving, but compared to. The maintenance it's and the upkeep of that many fields, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, it, I mean, it's not. They do have major events. I want to say the Special Olympics are there pretty often. At least tryouts, if not. And go ahead. Well, I was going to say this exists as a conduit to get people into the parks to spend money. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the competitions and go on there. Rooms. Don't the cheerleading competitions happen there, too? Yes, cheerleading competitions yeah. happen there. The, yeah. um, the World Series for Pee Wee Baseball. I mean, they, they make money. I, I, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't still have it open if, they, if it didn't. I, I think the biggest money loser thing right now is the NBA experience. I think Beastly Kingdom, like I said, would have fit in better than Avatar because the way they got Avatar to fit was by giving it a story that fit with Animal Kingdom of conservation and so on and so forth. Um, a lot of Avatar or Pandora, whatever, you know, Mora Valley, whatever, however you want to describe it, you need to have a familiarity with the film to appreciate a lot of what you're seeing there. Otherwise, you're walking through and it's just, it's pretty, it's different, it's unique, it definitely seems otherworldly, but there's details you miss if you don't have a familiarity, I think, with the film. Um, the guy in the mech suit, what the fuck's that about? It's stupid. I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I mean, it's cosplay. It's a guy in stilts. I, I it's, think it's it, cool, though. It's still neat. Yeah. It, it, it's cosplay because it's been it's been done for you know yeah. ten years in the world of cosplay, but it's cool to see that. I mean, you know, and and it, 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 it's it's a it's a tact uh, not a tactile. It's it's tactile, not tactile. And it's something you can you can see uh, interact with. My, um, Beastly Kingdom could have given you so much more than that. Well, and Beastly Kingdom at least was placed on Earth, right? And like I said, you, you would have had more interactivity. Like when I think of Beastly Kingdom, I think of the rich story behind Black Spire yes. at Hollywood Studios. But whereas, you know, not everybody's heard of Star Wars. Not everybody cares or is super familiar about it. But every kid growing up, going back, you know, 60, 70 years knows the fantasy they know the lore they know of unicorns and dragons and what kid growing up didn't think dragons were cool every kid thought dragons were cool and i i do i i think i think this was a, a missed opportunity by disney to first off they could have created these stories and turned them into a film and actually had something cool mm -hmm. yep kind of a reverse ip oh because um, they've never done that before um pirates of the caribbean jungle cruise 
we haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet, so that looks yeah, a lot like still, just some King they Kong still, bullshit. They, they still made a movie out of it. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. They're, they're and, trying. And, and, a, and a profitable movie, which made the ride more interesting. Granted, they had to do a little bit of a uh, update to Pirates of the Caribbean to throw Johnny Depp into it. Um, well, but he also I, did one that was not so profitable, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, well. It hooked Tower of Terror. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> you, you can't. You, this episode, we're we're not talking ill of the Gutenberg. We're not fucking doing it. Yes, we, we are. We can trash Eddie Murphy all we want to. We ain't talking ill on on the Goot. Well, I'm not even sure if I got to a complete thought at the end of what I said at this point. I know I didn't because so. Uh, Sorry, we went off the rails this episode. <laughs> Hardcore off the rails. That's why we need a fourth host so we can keep a track. You're so right, because that's going to help. We need a mom. We need, okay, come back to me. We <laughs> had five we, we need hosts and couldn't keep shit together. Do what? Five hosts and the, ep- five hosts and the episodes ran for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you know what? You got your money's worth because we don't charge. There you go. All right. Let's, uh, we're, I'm going to piss on this dumpster fire and try to put it out. So as we end this show tonight, I want to thank each and every one of you for adulting at Animal Kingdom past with us. And remember, this isn't goodbye. It's a see you real soon. So good night, everyone. Good night. Adios. And thank you. What? Well, yes, I'm recording. I'm all, I only record when you come out here and knock. It's 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 a hundred percent fact. Yeah. So what do you and your tiny ghostly nipples need? Say <laughs> good night. Okay. Good night. Good night, Tim and Adam. Good night. Good night.